It's Thursday, December 17th, yeah, eight days from Christmas, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, we talk Hollywood praising Tom Cruise's meltdown, Don Lemon going all preteen, Japan successfully cultivates asteroid sample, Canadian A-list celebrities, plus The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, and Mike Blue Month continues with Merry Xmas to my Xmas, but first, here's Phil Jenkins with... Wakefield. When I look for the city stars, I aim my sights too high. Trapped in the eyes of cars, they shine down on a false sky. Oh, but my country sky. Hung with stars And the big moon Is there to show The way Through these Old, old hills To my River-hugging home For I have known Wakefield's welcome And I've been grateful I have felt their warmth sink into my bones I have known Wakefield's welcome And I've been grateful Put my shoes inside her door Called it home Now in Wakefield No hand stays empty No heart is broke for long And an ear is always open And no song is left unsung They shine like country stars And the dance goes on and on And tomorrow is a perfect day Our children's children are here to stay No other place can pull me Shoes inside her door. 
start again hello hello <laughs> hi this is ron Vaudry. this is alex nussbaum this is jason fraser this is matt o'brien hey this is ray zwicker all right world my name is cal post guys this is christina walking this is eddie delicepi this is adrian spencer uh, my name is timo and you're listening to the julian dion Camp- you're listening to the julian dion comedy hour podcast <laughs> who am i talking to what am i yeah, doing julian dion comedy hour you're listening to the 
fuck's a comedy <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Uncensored, eh? <laughs> <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. <laughs> Project. I was like half asleep on the couch, and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster. Hashtag Hipster Business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's a, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Jen Grant, good morning. Morning. We're live, that's right, on a, well, what is it, Thursday morning, Thursday, December 17th, eight days until Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Broadcasting to you, that's right, you, live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills, hi, 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 Wakefield, as Mr. Phil Jenkins said, Wakefield. I love that song. It's a great song. Pre-show tunes, of course, brought to you by Phil Jenkins this morning. Wakefield performed live here in Lemon Press Studios back in 2017. Check that out. Check the Phil Jenkins episode. Available everywhere. You get this. And of course, uh, Mike Plume month continues with a pre-show spin by Mike Plume. That was... Uh, Merry Xmas to my Xmas from his um, Coming Home for Christmas album. Love it. Very apropos. Love it. Go check out Mike Plume wherever you stream your music. Mike Plume band and all that kind of stuff. You know you know what oh. to do. Sigida. Sigida. Oh, shoot. Oh, Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Rusty, rusty, rusty. <laughs> Morning, Gen Z. How you doing? Instead, great. Oh, good. The audience is very happy that you're doing well this morning. Mm. 
I'm uh, the uh, I'm t I'm I'm cut I'm cut the head of my the top of my head is a little bit cut off on the if you are watching the video because I'm wearing my posture strap this morning so oh. I'm uh, yeah, I'm back to the posture strap so I'm straight up I feel amazing today two really? weeks uh, yeah two weeks and six days into once again quitting everything. <laughs> Quit drinking and smoking and what pot that is and coffee. Two, three, and and it's as many times as I have done that in the past. You, you think because you've done it before, you it won't be as bad, but it, it is. It sucks. It was awful. Today's yeah. the first day. Two, it'll be three weeks tomorrow, and um, I had a full night's sleep. I have energy. I finally, finally got. Got past all the um, withdrawal symptoms, so if, if you're thinking about doing it out there, you need help, feel free to reach out. I can encourage you. It's not easy, but man, it, it's so worth it. It takes a long time. Unless you're one of those people that can live with balance and all that moderation nonsense, <laughs> then I'm jealous. But if you're like me, where it's an all or nothing kind of personality, that's just my personality. All in or out. And it's interesting with observing, like, not to be like, I've observed your behavior, but it is... What else do you do? That's your whole MO. <laughs> yeah. Observing it's, and fixing my behavior. No. Mm, I'm just kidding. It's just interesting to watch because I find, like, extremist people, like your personality, you get as much off of the extreme healthy yeah almost, exactly as you do about the extreme unhealthy like i'm addicted to quitting things what yeah but you, overall you feel better when you're extremely yeah. healthy oh yeah oh no this is amazing i felt woke up went to bed last night and woke up 427 without um that sounds terrible to most people. Explain I know. what time you, you but, know. And by the way, we went to bed. We go to bed obnoxiously early last night. Our good friend, friend of the show, and uh, your friend and ours, hilarious comedian and great guy all around, Derek Sagan, had uh, was hosting a Zoom thing for comics, just like a social hangout. And I'm like, yeah, of course, that sounds fun. He'd invited about 35 comics from across the country, and uh, and uh, so I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's all hang out and. Um, I thought, first of all, I thought it was tonight at eight, which I could have managed, I feel. <laughs> well, I say that in the mornings, but then eight o'clock rolls around. Anyway, I was I was actually FaceTiming <laughs> with Derek before that, just randomly to something totally unrelated uh, last night around six. And I was like, all right, so I'll see you tomorrow on Zoom. He's like, it's tonight, buddy. I go, oh, shit. What time again? He goes, nine. And I'm like, oh, nine. All right. Yeah, I go, okay, I'll jump on. Didn't even make it to nine. Like passed <laughs> right out. This is our life. Can't even stay up for... You don't even need pants for a Zoom thing. I can't even do that. <laughs> anyway, so all that to say, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm finally starting to feel better. Mm -hmm. And it's really, uh, again, as as no matter how much you've been down this road and you tell yourself, okay, all the symptoms, when, when you quit, especially when you quit smoking pot or vaping it or eating it or spraying it, whatever you do, when you're like a... a moderate to heavy user you have all these crazy withdrawal symptoms anxiety depression uh, mm. loss of appetite uh, insomnia you never get REM sleep and even knowing that going in you're like oh, well if I know it I won't feel those things it sucks you go through it all yeah well it's it's trying to get you to do it again you know 
Yeah, anyway. Any, any addiction will make you, when you go off of it, it's trying to sneak you back in. And it's hard, it's hard, it is hard, like, three weeks ago, if you told me you'll feel good in three weeks, I don't know what, uh, but your mind, I trick myself, I'm like, hey, it'll be a couple of days. It took two weeks and six days. And it, but it's That's totally insane. worth it. So mm-hmm. if anybody out there is, is struggling in any way, please uh, message me privately or publicly. I'll share all of your darkest secrets with the world. Um, Jonathan uh, Bigay Binet. Hey, Big. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, I miss Big. Yeah. Is he, he, is he, he commenting? Just, he, yeah. He just asked you, did you quit coconut oil? And I said, <laughs> <laughs> he will never quit coconut oil. <laughs> Uh, man, I miss I miss Big. We had we we we'll still kind of have this podcast, so we do uh, Ouvert à la fermeture, uh, and uh, with uh, Julien Tremblay and Big, uh, a French French podcast. During the pandemic, we started seven days a week. We would do it after this show, so at nine p.m. Then it went to eleven, and then it went five days a week, and then. It, but someone hacked our Facebook page, and they changed the name of the page to Facebook Moderator Issues and changed. Anyway, so we, we're kind of on a hiatus, but we definitely will uh, resume that podcast, and, and I miss those guys. Uh, it's funny how you can c- talk to someone every day mm-hmm. every, and know everything about them, and all of a sudden it's just like a day turns into a week, turns into a couple months, and it's like, oh shit, we got to get back to that, But we and we will. Anyway, love you, big. So uh, then I will never quit coconut oil. <laughs> People are Hollywood is praising Tom Cruise, Jenny. I, you know, I pride myself here, the Julian Dion show with Jen Grant on being on on uh, up to date, current, to- hot topics. Mm-hmm. We covered the Tom Cruise meltdown yesterday, the COVID meltdown he had on the set of Mission Impossible Seven in London. Yeah, and everybody else covered it. And again, we didn't know this because we go on at seven a.m. Uh, Stern covered it all, uh, all over the news. So. Uh, and then, but uh, people uh, were were praising him. Let me pull this up quickly. Whoopi, I love Whoopi. Do you? Yeah. Do you not? I don't know. Really? I don't have any feeling either oh, way. Oh, she's awesome. Whoopi Goldberg. Well, like I don't know <laughs> what much if you're like. Her. Oh, I thought you meant uh, yeah, like Whoopi Smith. <laughs> Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um. You don't know much about Whoopi? Like, I don't know tons. She's a great comic, a trailblazer. Well, yeah, she I know sp- that. says it like it is. She's, no, I didn't. She's I don't, awesome. I don't actually know much about how she, she is. You know, of course I've seen her in, like, Sister Act and... The View? Do you watch... Yeah. The, I no, mean, I find The View very annoying. I, I like the idea of it, but all the talking, over-talking and the shouting... I feel I like just, people could say exact same review about our show. Why? I like the idea of the show, but the over-talking, I just can't... <laughs> Uh, I think it's challenging when there's five, six people trying to talk at the same time, and I find it annoying. It's kind of like... Well, Whoopi's the lead, like she's always... In charge? She, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's great. Whoopi. Where, where's this thing I wanted to pull up? Oh, here. here. Uh, so yeah, uh, Whoopi praised um, Tommy C. What'd she say? She said some people don't understand why he could get so angry. Uh, that's... Hold on. She said, I get it. <laughs> That's her quote. That's I get it. it. Talk show host Whoopi Goldberg said on uh, The View. <laughs> uh, some people don't understand why he would get so angry. You okay? That's his. M- I know. I know. I'm burping my uh, shake. No, dandy. See the over talking or the guessing. 
Well, sorry. I'm just kidding. No, the Jeez. dandelion tea. I know, but that is Send like... Send me a list of rules. Rules. I was trying to finish your sentence. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, and Goldberg said, uh, that's his movie. If if he goes down with COVID, the movie's done. And that's true. And like he said in his rant, thousands of people, not only people that are, are on the set of Mission Impossible, but uh, Hollywood is watching how they're doing it. They're the gold standard, as he, as he said. Actor Josh Gad tweeted... Tom Cruise is correct here, FYI. Sorry, not sorry. And uh, George Clooney told Howard Stern yesterday he didn't overreact because it is a problem. Howard Stern called him a hero. Hmm. Which Howard, I mean, obviously, uh, Howard is super, uh, he hasn't left his house since March. You know what? I I, I want to know, what was the overall, because you know me, I'm often under a rock and I don't know what's happening, but... What was the overall impression of Tom Cruise? A little bit odd. Like people, a lot, like when he jumped on the couch, that, you know. That's the one thing. Yeah, in Scientology. That's the only one thing in the Scientology. But overall, I think people have a pretty good impression of him, right? Yeah, yeah. He's well-respected. Other than like the weird Scientology background and that Oprah couch thing, he's pretty scandalous. Like scandal You know what? Not Uh, scandalous, like O-U-S, but scandal Less. Less. <laughs> he doesn't have many... Free of scandal. And he's an incredible actor. I mean, oh, yeah. I'll never forget the... Uh, I think J- he has roots in Ottawa. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. The uh, Jamie Foxx interview on... Actually, it was Howard Stern a few years ago. He was talking about working with Tom Cruise, and he's just an incredible actor. And Jamie Foxx said, like, the first time, first movie they did together, or or he was maybe in the running for it, and so he was brought in to read with... with um, Tom Cruise rather than audition so he met him and uh, <laughs> Jamie Foxx is so funny talk about that that's a talented funny. guy oh, oh my, my gosh God. insane yeah. anyway he goes he goes I come from a comedy background you know and and commercials and stuff so they do the scene and uh, Tom is like acting like like this he's like delivering his lines and and Jamie Foxx is like hey man like like projecting like crazy <laughs> and then at one point Tom Cruise is so intense he's like delivering a line and he just pauses and it's like a pregnant pause and he's like yeah whatever the line is and and there's a long pause and then Jamie Foxx jumps in he's like and gives him his line he's like oh yeah you're meant to say it. and he's like yeah i know it's coming anyway i butchered that story that's really funny though hillary burton morgan tweeted i've never liked him more can I just blast this at the supermarket? And of course, if you're just tuning in and, and, and you live under a rock, we're f- referring mm-hmm. to Tom Cruise's um, flip out on the set of Mission Impossible 7. They're shooting in London. They were shooting in Italy and 18 people got COVID. So now, like you know, he's really strict. And, and it was from two people standing too close to each other looking at a computer screen. So he flipped out. Mike Scully also noted that the general public could use a cruise scolding. Please come yell at America, tweeted Mike Scully. And that's pretty much it. But anyway, just to say, what was the point of that? We're not sure. Um, Yeah, so I just looked it up. Tom Cruise spent part of his childhood in Canada when his father took a job as a defense consultant with the Canadian Armed Forces. His family moved in late 1971 to Beacon Hill, Ottawa. No way. Yeah, he attended... I, the why new, didn't I not know that? He attended the new Robert Hopkins Public School for his fourth and fifth grade education. The reason you probably don't know that is because you didn't grow up here. Like, you know when you grow up somewhere, you know all these facts. Like, 
Like it's um I don't know if a lot of people know Ryan Gosling is from Cornwall, which is insane. Yeah, that is crazy. And yeah. he's legit like he's it's he's like from there, born and raised, right? Mm. Um it, yeah, yeah. It's not like uh Like how do you grow up in Cornwall and think even big enough like you know what I mean? That that's cool. Like how, what are the steps? I'd love to know how he actually got from Cornwall to be this Hollywood huge star. I know. And that, and that's the thing that's uh, crazy with him. It's like, like you said, like Tom Cruise, you know, had a little stint in Ottawa early on and like the Rock's fathers from Amherst, Nova Scotia. But like he was born in Corn... He's like a Cornwally, Cornwallian fully. Crazy. I know. And my, my cousin... And he's an A-lister. Yeah, like big time. And my uh, my cousin, like a lot of my family still lives in Cornwall and my cousin grew up there, of course, and she doesn't live there anymore, but she used to work at the the mall that was there. And she the said- most depressing mall in the world? Well, it never, it wasn't- No, no, it is now, I mean. Yeah, now it is. It's sad because they charge too much rent. It's stupid because it was a really cute, nice mall, like a sizable mall for the, si- for the um, size of Cornwall. Yeah. And- uh, and anyway, she she worked in you know Sears or something in the in the mall, and she saw Ryan Gosling and what's her name that was in the Notebook, like his girlfriend for a while. She's also Canadian. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, or? Rachel McAdams. The two of them walking through. The I mall. don't even know that like from the Notebook. I just figured another A lister that's Canadian. Yeah. The, so at the time they were. Uh, they were in a relationship and they're just walking through the mall in Cornwall and she was all like, oh my God. So then she like, she like called her friend who worked at the Orange Julius or something and was like, they're walking through the mall. And they all like ran over and followed them around. The, um, <clears throat> I'm going to crank your mic. I don't know what's going on the last couple of days. It's like, your voice is like, it, it's, it's Oh, not, it's annoying. Yeah. So maybe, uh, I don't know. So all the way up. Hmm. And who's Brian Hat, comedian, Toronto, our friend, uh, went to school, acting right. school with uh, Rachel McAdams. Right, right, and right. And they talk, they t- like, to this day, they're in touch. Hmm. I think. I mean, uh, uh, pff, a few years back when we were still living in Toronto, he had uh, seen her recently or something like that. Mm. But, uh, yeah. Ouch. That was so loud. You could learn a thing or two from projecting. Or you could blast my eardrums it, right uh, out of your my... Your mic is cranked right now, and it's like... But why do you think? I don't know. <laughs> How was that? What was that? <laughs> I don't know, but I can hear every moisture in your mouth right now. Ew, stop! It's so gross. Um, Don Lemon, CNN's Don Lemon... Um. Uh, yeah. Hold on. He uh What is happening right I'm now? I'm just looking uh, stuff up. Relax. Well, Jeez. just let What's me know. What's happening right now? All dramatic. It's all quiet. It's well, weird. Fill the time. Well, I don't know <laughs> though what you're doing. Um, Don Lemon was blasting Kaylee McKinney, the um McNanny Mc What's your last name? Whose last name? The most recent press secretary, the White House press secretary. You're asking me? Kaylee McEnany? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) M-C-E-N-A-N-Y. Say it again? 
M-C-E-N-A-N-Y. Mechanani? <laughs> what the hell? Why can't I? Mechanicy? <laughs> no, there's no extra K or C there. <laughs> Why can't I... Just uh, whatever. Just, <laughs> this is so boring. Uh, oh, back off with that. I don't like that. As soon as you... Okay. No, no, no. This. Uh, all right. I'm going to keep that in mind for the Daily Dose. Hey. Wow. This is so boring. I'm trying to pull something up here. No, no, no. That's not, so rude. No, I don't mean it like that. It's not, though. It's a blip of time in the podcast. Okay, it's a second. Okay. Anyway, he blasted her on... Uh, <laughs> On CNN, <laughs> and he used this a lot. He used <laughs> "bye girl" a lot. Listen to this. Uh, hold on. You okay over there? I'm just laughing at you. This is boring. Okay. But no, that's so rude. <sighs> Did you know she also works for the girl? Bye. By the way, this is re- th- th- it's, this is not edited. It sounds like it is because he goes, did you know she also, girl, bye. Because he is about to say that she, um, she, she, he's about to say that she used to, she used to work at CNN. And, um, but now that she's uh, the White House press, press secretary, she's always going after the media saying that, don't, you know, so this is his, uh, his rant on Kill the Mickey. No, no, no. Did you know she also works for the girl, bye. I mean, there's no other girl. Bye. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? This guy cha- uh I wish I had the right clip. This guy changed his voice a little bit to make him sound like a teenager. Bye-bye. <laughs> this is annoying. Okay, well, I'm still going to play it, but whatever, whoever uploaded this clip changed his voice, like sped up his voice to make him sound like a teenager. <laughs> Which is funny, but not the clip that I want. Anyway, I'll, I'll just play it with this g- weird voice, uh, just and uh, just so you can get the gist of it, and I can get my point across. Did you know she also works for the girl? Bye. I mean, if there's no other girl. Bye. Bye bye. So much disinformation coming from the podium. It's just—it's every day. It's like comes out, reads propaganda, talks about the what the media is doing, criticizes the media. This is what you should be covering. I think we got this. You—you you used to sit here on the set with us. I think we got it. When you sat here with us, you thought we had it. You were happy to be here, the but now we don't know what we're doing. Girl, bye. That voice is so... I mean, it's funny that the person who uploaded this uh, sidewalk closed. Oh, that was like a... That was like... What's that game? Fee Hate Henshin? Yeah. That was... (laughs) Sidewalk closed. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, so that person that uploaded the video I just showed you. I should really cue those up way before the show. Uh, Sped up his voice to make him sound like a teenager. But uh, yeah, so he's like, like, girl, bye. Which is funny. But this is why people don't watch the news anymore or CNN. There's too much opinion. It's yeah. a, the news is supposed to be unbiased and just give us the news. And it's all good. Don Lemon seems like a guy you'd want to have a beer with. But why are you doing this on the news? Yeah. That's right. why people are saying that the media this, media that. Because it's all opinion pieces. It's all opinion. He's supposed to be a news anchor. And right. again, I'm entertained by that. I'm like, this is hilarious. And he's right. He's super, like, what I, what he's saying is bang on. 
But what happened to newscasters, broadcasters that would give unbiased news down the line, right down the middle? Okay, well, I have something to say about that. What? I feel... I mean, sorry, that sounded rude, but... I know. I no, like, no, you're just... ready for a fight or something. <laughs> what? Um, well, there is no such thing as unbiased information. It's impossible. Where did you learn that? <laughs> but it is impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. So I'm I'm of two minds with this. I so think Walter I, oh, Cronkite. Wait, wait, just wait. I think that I think that you know. Of course, it's right to pursue the possibility of completely unbiased, unfiltered um, information. But so that's great, and you should pursue it. But in some ways, I think it's kind of good that it's obviously not. Um, just information because then it doesn't mislead the public when they think it's pure information but it's yeah but this is just preaching to the choir because nobody that's on the other side is going to watch this they're going to turn it off so it's mm. just like this echo chamber of people going i said girl bye this is great but don't don't you want to i don't know right like think of classic News broadcasters, news anchors, yeah, Walter Cronkite. Like, uh, have some pride. Uh, Dan Rathers, um, Ron Burgundy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ron Burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. You like, snuck mm-hmm. that one in there. Anyway, I just I was thought. like, that sounds. Fr- oh, you got me. <laughs> The uh, yeah, like again, I find it entertaining and funny, but this is why people are like, "Oh, CNN is garbage," because of this kind of stuff. It's like it's not the news anymore. It's so far left. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, you can go when I watch the news. I I love. I I watch the news. I watch Canadian news, of course, to know what's happening in our own country. And I watch a lot of American news because there's no more entertaining thing in the world. And I watch both. I'll watch, you know. Um, CNN, then I'll watch uh, Fox News, I'll watch MSNBC, just to, just to get an idea. But it's two different Americas, and this is why. Because the people tune into the news. Most people don't consciously go, oh, this is an opinion thing, so I'll just, it's his opinion, I'll watch this. True. It, people go, this is the news. Yeah, of course. It's on a news network. What does CNN yeah. stand for? News <laughs> network. Uh, what's the first, what's the C? Centralized. No, I don't know. What is Centralized. <laughs> what does CNN stand for? Never knew that. Something National Network? I think it would be News Network. But Oh, yeah, right. News Network. What about... is It's Canadian. No, I'm just kidding. It's not Canadian. Just kidding. Cable News Network. Did you actually think for a second it was Canadian? No. Mm. Thanks, though, for the faith in me. <sighs> um, Let me know when we're done talking about this because I want to say something else about something else. And this is what we're doing now? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is all good, but when you're done, let me know. I'll be over here. I have something to say. No, no, I'm still <laughs> present. I just don't want to see. I don't want to get in trouble from you because I know you're going to get mad if I bring up something. I don't. Else. I won't get mad because this is kind of a light topic. It's just when I'm going on like a deep rant and you're like, <laughs> uh, "Silka says Guten Morgen." I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, the hell? What happened? Where did that come from? I'm in the middle of talking about. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't heard from Silka. COVID she, genetic I mutations. Heard from Silka in a while. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, hi Silka. If you're watching, hello, Mister. All right, I'm done. Go ahead. So remember we were talking about Ryan Gosling? Yeah. I looked up 
his roots in corn. Actually, I just looked him up on Wikipedia. This mm-hmm. is what it says. It's crazy. So he was he went to CCVS, um, which is the high school in Cornwall. Yeah. And as a child, he watched. See, Dick, now it's really loud. Your mic. What happened? He watched Dick Tracy. Okay. And that inspired him to become an actor. And it says here that he hated being a child and was bullied in elementary school and had no friends until he was 14 or 15. I'm sure he loves being an adult. <laughs> he had a pretty sweet get up there. Yeah. In grade one, having been heavily influenced by the action film First Blood, he took steak knives to school and threw them at other children during recess. <laughs> How many A-listers do you think are from Canada? That's a good question. Let's let's run them down. And well, and if you're watching live, the- yes, we will. But if you're watching live, throw some A-lister names in the comments. Go ahead. From Canada. Said um said he was unable to read and was evaluated for ADD or ADHD, but was not diagnosed with it and contrary to false reports, never took medication. I love how people are like putting up false reports about him taking medication. Like, get a life. <laughs> His mother left her job and homeschooled him for a year. Gosling has said that homeschooling gave him a sense of autonomy that I that he had never lost. He performed in front of audiences from an early age, encouraged by his sister to become a performer. He and his sister sang together at weddings. He performed with Elvis Perry, his uncle's Elvis Presley tribute act, was involved with the local ballet company. Performing boosted his self-confidence as it was the only thing for which he received praise. He developed a um, idiosyncratic accent because as a child, he thought having a Canadian accent did not sound tough. <laughs> he began to model his accent on that of Marlon Brando. He dropped out of high school at the age of 17 to focus on his acting career. Wow. Crazy. From Cornwall. You know, you see people like that and you think it's always been easy for them, eh? Why is that? Why do we always have that impression of they just present themselves as if everything was great? But um, a lot of pe- a lot of successful people had a hard time in high school. Yeah. A-listers from Canada. What do you think? Well, were you, did you just hear what I just said, though, or were you only yeah. focused on that? No, I, I, I was. I just have nothing to add. Yes, some people have tough times in high no, school no, no. and they're making as celebrities. Oh, my God. No, no, I just, I had nothing to add. No, I was fully it, listening. No, but it's kind of interesting how people peak. Um, You know, the people who peak in high school yeah. seem to, like, can you multi-peak in your life? That's all I'm trying to say. Well, that's the, the definition of peak is the top. Peak. I know, but could you like have another close to that same peak? But it would not be the peak. No, it wouldn't be the peak. But can you do well? No, but I'm multiple just, why times? are you getting mad at me? I'm just defining peak for you. Peak Be- is the top. Because you top know peak. what I mean. I know. But if it's a lower, it's not the peak. There's oh like oh my god. Anyways, okay, go ahead. A listers in Canada. Let's go. Oh my god. I'm just. I had nothing to add to that. That's Laura the only said thing. Jim Carrey, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Michael J. Fox. Wow, good ones. I thought Jim Kiefer. Carrey. Kiefer. Absolutely. Is Keanu Canadian? And, and his dad, Donald Sutherland, Mike yep. Myers, Sandra O. Oh. Did you Google that? Uh, no. Laura? Oh, Laura, did you? Did you Google? <laughs> that's a really extensive list of A-listers from Canada off the top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Sandra O? Oh? Yes, of course she's an A-lister. I would have never 
uh, uh, Norm McDonald. I always thought she was an O-lister. <laughs> See, now, we, now we're getting it. Ugh. I feel like we're we're having... I feel like we're not having a conversation today. We're just waiting to say our thing. That is not true. You just made... You, that's an idea you have in your head, so you're like, this is definitely it. No, I had nothing to add to Ryan Gosling having a rough childhood. I had nothing. I was still listening. Mm. <sighs> See, like now you made your mind up that, that we're, today we're just not listening, so this is just the theme now. Mm. Oh, my God. Okay. Norm MacDonald? Mm-hmm. Do you have any, Jen? Um, Elliot Page? Yeah. What's his face from Ghostbusters? Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. Elliot Page? Margaret O'Hara. Are you mad all of a sudden? Are you like... Oh, stop. Is Margaret um, O'Hara an A-lister, I guess? Uh, Martin Short? Absolutely an A-lister. Say. Eugene Levy? I don't know. Would a- Eugene Levy be an A-lister? Maybe th- now because of Shit's Creek. I think now everybody would know who he is. But, you know, huh. That's a good one. Is Eugene Levy an A-list celebrity? B-lister for sure. Brian Adams? Absolutely. Neil Young? Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson? Just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, A-list. Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. One of the biggest ever. A- if you're just tuning in, we're talking A-list celebrities. Canadian A-list celebrities. A-list, A- A-list celebrities, spelled E-H. <laughs> I'm just full of jokes right now. I know. Laura said, I love my Canada, or I love my Canucks. Yeah, that. I mean, she cranked out a list so fast. San- with Sandra O oh on it, which is absolutely Sandra O's oh on a lister, but I wouldn't. It would have taken me f- taken me a few minutes to get to Sandra O. Oh. Mm. Okay, now come on. What? Oh really? my god! We're, I don't want to. I just want to get along because it's got to be really annoying for people to listen mm. to. You're searching <laughs> for things now. Let's just move forward <laughs> in a positive way. Um. You know who is a infamous A-lister, the late uh, Rob Ford? I don't know. No, not A-lister, but he was just infamous, I guess. Mm-hmm. He was on Jimmy Kimmel and stuff. People knew him as the crack-smoking mayor. What about him? Celebrities. You're not, not. <laughs> including Rob Ford right now is on no, that he was, list. He is infamous. I mean, people know him. He was on Kimmel. He appeared on... Uh, sort of, but he was a blip. That's true. That's, that's why I changed it from A-lister to just infamous. Like now, obviously, all Canadians right now know who he is. But like if you ask someone in the States who's Rob Ford, they'd be like, oh, it sounds familiar. That Toronto's cracked mayor smoking a crack mirror there up there. That did not seem like... <laughs> possible that that's actually something that happened when that happened i couldn't believe it remember we were living in toronto yeah it was well yeah we lived in all of our years in toronto except the last year he was uh, mayor the last Mm -hmm. year and it's uh john tory who's still the mayor but but uh 
Yeah, he and so bef- even before the crack scandal and all that, every morning I would watch CP24 and there'd be just something ridiculous about Rob Ford. Yeah. Like he like just random stuff like he challenged the mayor of Mississauga, Oakville and Vaughan to um weight challenge to get healthy, to promote good health. <laughs> and uh, he initiated it. A bet with all these mayors. <laughs> And then he, the next day, someone took a video of him on the highway driving his Cadillac Escalade, drive, steering with his knees while eating a bucket of chicken from KFC. <laughs> I mean, he couldn't write that shit. Uh, the thing about rest in peace, Rob Ford. The thing about diets and and such, they're really really hard to stick to. When I know, but you, when when it's when, your wait, idea? wait, wait, wait! I'm not done my funny point. Oh, sorry. Diets are really hard to stick to when you've got the munchies from crack. <laughs> oh my God. We need to stop talking over each other. I give you the laugh. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, After. Right. Okay. I know. Okay. But just maybe don't get so upset if it happens. Just know it's live and we're just trying to f- figure it out. Cable News Network. Cable. <laughs> Japan is on... Uh, this uh, I'm not going to talk too long about this, but just um, because this is right up my alley, I love this kind of stuff. Um, Go ahead. Japan. I was waiting for it. What's what's even happening right now? <laughs> Hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, j- uh, asteroid samples collected by Japanese spacecraft leaves scientists almost speechless with joy. Mm. Yes, this is Armageddon, all, all like the movie. I've never um, seen it. Really? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, I could spend my life. St- <laughs> <laughs> the uh, officials, <laughs> officials from Japan. <laughs> You're good you. at impressions. Officials from Japan Space Agency, Space Agency JAXA. Uh, said Tuesday they found more than anticipated amount of soil and gases inside a small capsule in the country's Hayabusa 2 spacecraft brought back from a distant asteroid this month. I mean, smart people. Am I right? <laughs> Think about that. They sent an ast- uh, They sp- sent a spacecraft to a moving asteroid, landed on it, got it's some samples, and came back to Earth. It's insane. You could give me a hundred years, I could never do that. I still don't really understand how the telephone works. Exactly. I know, I'm like, do the words actually go through the line? Like, how does it... <laughs> anyway, uh, the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency, JAXA, said the, its staff initially spotted some black particles sitting on the bottom of the capsule sample catcher when they pulled out the container on Monday. By Tuesday, scientists found more of the soil and gas samples in a compartment that stored those from the first of Hayabusa's two touchdowns on the asteroid last year. We have confirmed a good amount of sand apparently collected from the asteroid. I mean, what the hell? Imagine you open that and you're like, this is from a rock that's hurling through space. It's crazy. Apparently collected from the asteroid Ryugu along with gases. The project manager, uh, Yuichi Tsuda, said in a video message during an online news conference, the samples, the samples from the from outside of our planet, which we have long dreamed of, are now in our hands. I can't even wrap it's my head crazy. around that. 
Ciuta called the successful return of the asteroid soil and gas samples a major scientific milestone. The pan-shaped capsule, 40 centimeters in diameter, was dropped by Hayabusa 2 from space uh, in a predetermined spot in a sparsely populated Australian desert on December 6th at the end of its six-year round trip. So it took six years to go to this asteroid, land on it, collect soil, and come back. More than 300 million kilometers from Earth. My How do they head, do that? head is exploding. The capsule arrived in Japan last Tuesday from research that scientists will hope will provide seem real. insight into the origins of the solar system and life on Earth. It freaks my freak, for sure. I know. Uh, a JAXA scientist was the first to... Uh, Hirotaka Sawada was the first scientist to look inside the capsule's sample catcher. Sawada said he was almost speechless with joy when he ha- found that the samples inside included some that were as expected dust size, but also some the size of pebbles. Soil samples in the photos shown in Tuesday's presentation looked like heaps of dark coffee ground mixed with granules. Crazy. Anyway, it's just pretty... Pretty cool. Scientists are hoping for samples from asteroids. Subsurfaces can provide information from billions of years that are unaffected by space radiation and other environmental factors. So it's be, like it's the purest form of, well, what I just said. JAXA scientists say that there are particular in- interest in the org- organic materials in the samples to learn about how they were distributed in the solar system and if they are related to life on Earth. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, and I just love that kind of stuff. It's crazy. It's 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 hard to wrap your head around something like that. Well, again, like credit to all those people. Like if you gave me the instructions and a hundred years, I couldn't like build the thing, send it. I mean, track the thing. Like first, find the. I couldn't even find an asteroid. Right. You can barely find your ass th- from your elbow, <laughs> or whatever that expression is. I can barely find the jingles. For your jangle. Jangle, jangle. Hey. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Graham. And here's your daily dose for Thursday, December 17th. It is uh, one week to Christmas Eve. Just one week. One week. So next Thursday, it's Christmas Eve. Are we? T- sorry to. I don't want to interrupt or overtalk. Are we taking a break? No. What do you mean? Oh, for the show. Oh, for the show. Uh, yes. All right. I think we should take a break. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day. Let's see. What days of the week are that? Uh. That is Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So, so Thursday and Friday, taking Thursday so and Friday So we'll do off. a show the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, so we'll take Thursday and Friday off. Sure. How's that sound? Sounds great. And Saturday, Sunday, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I'll... I was thinking we should do a public Zoom show for the 28th, 29th, or 30th between Christmas and New Year's. We'll talk about that. But I Like just a wanna... comedy show? Yeah. Because we've done all these corporates and we're set up for it, but the corporates, they're nice, they're fun, but they're, you know, but an uncensored, purely stand up, the way we want to do it show, open to public, we'd sell tickets and stuff. So what do you think about that? You know, it'd be kind of fun, actually. That's a, that's an idea, but you know what else, what else is also a fun idea? What's that? New Year's Eve. I just, I, I wonder how, well, because nobody can do anything, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like we could, we don't even have to do it at midnight, or we could do it at midnight, 
Or we could, you know what I mean? We could do. I thought about that. I thought yeah, it'd be either really New Year's fun, Eve different. Or between. Uh, you know what would be cool about that? Because when you do the countdown mm-hmm. at midnight, everybody is on Zoom together. Like we could do the show and then we could just hang out. Should we do a New Year's Eve show? Like we could start the show at 11. Yeah. And then, because everybody's partying, having a good time. Well, I, nobody's I partying. No, no, no. no. That's true. Or you're doing stuff at home. And then everybody's going to stay up until midnight anyway. It'd be a cool concept. And then you all do the countdown together on a Zoom show. Yeah. I wonder if more people would watch on New Year's Eve or one of the days before because there's really nothing happening. That's true. Even though there's nothing happening this year for New Year's, I mean, with restrictions and everything, like in Quebec, you can only have one person that doesn't live at your address. In Ontario, it's 10. Well, the reason I say New Year's Eve, though, Jules, is because you know when you go to a party and the countdown and everyone's like, oh my God, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. We won't be able to do that with everyone this year. So if you did it on Zoom, you feel like you're a part of a group and it's just such a cool concept. But just picture if there's a if if let's say they can have up to ten people at their house, most people will probably have that ten people. Do you think they'll huddle oh, yeah. around a computer and watch a Zoom show Maybe or socialize? Not. Oh yeah, that's true. Because so think- not everybody's in Quebec. That's yeah. true. So I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking like twenty eighth, twenty ninth, or thirtieth, something like that, or even the twenty yeah. seventh. Like it, you know, idea. in between Christmas and, and New Year's, there's nothing happening. It's yeah, kind of like look. that's true. And this year, especially, everybody's at home. In Quebec, all small businesses are closed. So, I mean, between that period between Christmas and New Year's, could be we could pick a date. I think that could That's be true. Uh, and then we can just relax on New Year's and have we could do, I don't know, Zoom with some. We'll we'll talk off air, but <laughs> I'm just because I thought of that. I thought of New Year's, and then I I don't know. Well. I feel well, like if we wanted a successful New Year's party on Zoom, we should have been promoting it a while now. But I think if a comedy show and in a week and a half, we could pull yeah. off. Well, the only reason I suggested New Year's is because New Year's is a very popular night for comedy. Yeah. Well, when, yeah. So anyways, um, maybe the 20, um, I'm thinking the 30th. Yeah. Maybe. That's a Wednesday. Okay. Or the I don't Sunday, think the, which is the 27th. Yeah, I don't think the night of the week matters. Everybody's off and at home this year between those dates. Okay, fine. No, no, it's not... Sh- oh, my God. Really? Okay, can we make plans later? I'm in the Daily Dose. I haven't even said one story yet. <laughs> okay, here's Daily Dose for Thursday, December 17th. So... um This is so crazy, but Health Canada is urging Canadians not to buy a COVID-19 vaccine online. Who the fuck is buying COVID-19 vaccines online and self-administrating a vaccine? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Next in the news, uh, nobody pay attention except the psychopaths. Who would do that? I know. And um, it seems here that uh, upon further research, they looked into it and and really um, all it is is Clorox and it's provided by Donald Trump. Is that a joke? Yes. Oh. Can but, you imagine? But I mean, is is the story real? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just a, a big setup for... No, the story's real. Health Canada said vaccines bought online may pose serious health risks. Yeah. And then, and that the only way to access a safe vaccine is through authorized clinics. Well, obviously... Yeah. 
Health Canada evaluates the safety, efficacy, and quality of any drug or vaccine before it can legally. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe this is kind of like. <laughs> I love this new. Go ahead. This is kind of like the instructions on a shampoo bottle. Um, squeeze in hand, lather. Oh, thank you. Okay, I think we know how to <laughs> to put shampoo in our hair. I like this new way of do- doing the news where after every sentence you go, uh, yeah, or as if, oh my God, no way. Yeah, like, hello, who's this for? Anyways, well, we all know that I'm not a very strict uh, journalist. You're like Don Lemon. Bye, girl. Mm-hmm. Bye, boy. Bye, psycho. Mm-hmm. Bye, psycho. Bye, your vaccines. Don't say like that. Okay. Remember that story about the memorabilia being stolen from Wayne Gretzky's father's house? I talked about it yesterday. It's crazy, but uh, a friend of the family was involved. Figured. Figured it was someone local or someone often. I mean, somebody that he trusted that was his friend for a long time. Like, people are assholes. I agreed. A senior OPP officer from Eastern Ontario is facing fraud charges relating to Wayne Gretzky's memorabilia following a months long investigation into the alleged theft of the items from the um from his father's home right and um opp spokesperson uh confirmed to to the news that um late tuesday night that this inspector june dobson is one of the individuals who is charged after police made arrests in connection to these these items she is um the detachment commander of the grenville opp and Isn't um, that close to here, Grenville? Isn't that on the 416? Sounds like it, but I don't know. Check that's it out. North Grenville. Check it out while I'm. Yeah, that's right. That sounds familiar. So, Branford police said that said Tuesday, a 58-year-old Oakville man has been arrested and charged with theft over five thousand dollars and possession over five thousand dollars. A Brockville woman, also fifty-eight, was arrested and charged with fraud over five thousand dollars and breach of trust. Dixon said Dobson's charges came about after new unrelated evidence was uncovered. The charges against Inspector June Dobson are not related to the larger theft or investigation. During the course of the initial investigation, um, police uncovered evidence unrelated to blah, blah, blah. Let's skip ahead here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that that was a weird laugh. No, but she was a friend. Like, there's pictures. I saw pictures of her with Wayne Gretzky's father. And then the other, there's another guy, the other guy that's involved is like a family friend and, and people trusted him. Like how shitty is that? Very. Um, and another story in terms of paying back the Serb, a mm-hmm. lot of people have been got, getting like notices and something that 441,000 letters were sent. Yeah. Out. And you had, had mentioned Jules that it's, it just seems so shitty to do that to people who already don't have a lot of money. Um, and, I guess Trudeau has said that uh, the government will have more to say in the coming months about what the medium term path for this group of aid recipients could look like, but they're not, he said they'll be evaluating and looking at how um, they can help this vulnerable group of people make sure that they get through this. So they're not going to like, you know, just don't get them, get anybody to pay it back. 
Yeah, Meanwhile, corporations are dodging taxes, taking advantage yeah, of true. loopholes, and 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 not paying Very hundreds true. of thousands and millions in taxes every yeah, year. True. But they're coming after people that needed sir because That's they make really good point. they're self-employed. Or, I mean, really good point. Crack down on one of those big businesses, and you'll make all of the money that you would. Uh, uh, on yeah. on CERB. Rather, you're going to fuck people's credit. Nobody's, they're not going to pay it back. Mm-hmm. At least in the time frame that the government wants. Well, the government will garnish their wages, which is, just doesn't seem right, but. Fucking. And, yeah. and here's, here's a story that's like completely opposite, but uh, an Alberta mansion styled after a French chateau. So sounds like the castle that you wanted that mm-hmm. you were talking about yesterday. It, five years ago, it was listed for $20 million, has just been sold for $5.88 million after going up on auction. Took a little bit of a hit. A lot of castles I are for sale. I sent you a picture. After, uh, I sent you a picture if you want to post it. After you, you sent me, uh, or after we talked about that yesterday, um, a few people sent me castles that are for sale. No way. Someone uh, sent me a thing uh, for a castle in uh, like Gaspésie, Quebec. And another person sent me a castle that's for sale in Winnipeg. Oh my God, funny. While Alberta's luxury real estate market has struggled during this po- pandemic. Pandemic? Hmm. Um, and earlier challenges with the oil industry. Yeah, because Alberta was like such a rich province and now they're having challenges. Okay, this Calgary, is a nice house, but Calgary, it's not a castle. Calgary-based real estate agent uh, Justin says that, Justin Havra says that the sales price was not a discount, but actually market value. It's very common for a seller to believe their home is worth more than a buyer is willing to pay. Right. The four floor... Well, because we all hear these stories about, can you believe that? Like that house went... They bought it for this, and now they're selling it for this, and someone bought it. So then you think, you know, that you'll also be able to do that. The four-floor, this is a four-floor mansion. It mm-hmm. was built on a 2.6-acre lot. Doesn't seem very big. Uh, not a big lot. Originally purchased for $625,000. The expansive home was then built to include a six-car garage, a 1,200-square-foot master suite. Is that big? Uh, doesn't seem that big. Twelve hundred square foot master suite. Oh, I guess so. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what. How big? Twelve hundred square foot master suite. Yeah. Yeah. The that's floor. Huge. The floor we're on now is about eight hundred. Oh wow! Shit. And that's just a bedroom. Oh, and a wide view of the Rocky Mountains. The owners also spent two point five million in furnishings. Those, but those are not included in the sale. The property is named Terre Blanche. It was originally listed for $20 million, blah, blah, blah. White land, racist. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up the picture, but um, it's not working. So. No problem. doesn't matter. Um, so there's a woman. Get this, Jules. You're going to freak. Listen to this. There's a woman named Linda Phillips. No way. Who won... Jules... I want you to get excited about this. Are you listening? I am listening. Linda, this woman named Linda Phillips won $55 million jackpot from Lotto Max. And guess where she bought her ticket? Southeast Ontario. In Cantley. 
Shut up. She lives in the Udaway and she couldn't believe it. So she buys lottery tickets. I'm definitely buying lottery tickets every week. It's going to be a, a new hobby of mine. So um, she bought, she buys her tickets and her habit is that she buys tickets and just puts them in this bowl in her kitchen mm-hmm. and just sort of lets them collect and then every once in a while checks them. So she called, she asked her son to go look up the numbers because didn't you say did you report on that recently that the uh, there was a winner you were going to go check yeah that's actually in Ontario the one oh. you were just saying oh yeah but, okay. but this is a separate story anyway her son went and checked went into the bowl grabbed a bunch of tickets like she had 10 or so tickets in there he checked all the numbers and then um, and then so her husband was like or her her son was like um every number matches and she's like what <laughs> but he kind of screamed and so she was like what's wrong like she thought for sure something was wrong comes in and then um so he frantically called for his mother who first whose first instinct was to think something was wrong then she realized that what had happened all of the numbers and she began to scream she said we need to calm down we've obviously made a mistake here it's funny how the brain works, eh? Like there's well, it's the odds probably are so, so crazy. It's true, and it's so shocking that it, like your brain doesn't know how to process it right away. They immediately left the house to check the ticket at a store. Even the store clerk, and I've been to Cantley IGA like a bunch of times. Even the store clerk who validated the ticket seemed unsure about what to do when it came became clear that she had won. It was utter disbelief. She said, "I saw that they were looking for this person, but I didn't know." I didn't think it was me. So I guess she had seen on the, cause they do that when, when it's unclaimed, they're like, well, mm-hmm. who is this person? And then the money, uh, she says the money means that she gets to retire 13 months ahead of schedule. And she said she felt bad for her, her bot, like her work. She was like, sorry, I know that, you know, you're expecting me to leave in a, in a year and you're not ready for it. And the boss was like, uh, who cares? Don't worry about it. You yeah. won the fucking lottery. Yeah. And he's like, that's why people play the lottery. Like go, just go and enjoy your life. She said, um, she bought a really wow. expensive bottle of champagne and celebrated with her family. And even while she was buying the champagne, she was like, I can't believe I'm spending this money wow. on this champagne. She said it's a very strange feeling, but a very nice feeling. Mm -hmm. So now she can retire and uh, imagine, eh? $55 million. Mm -hmm. So she asked her, I want to know if, I I wanted to know if, well, she asked her what she was going to do with the money. And she said she just wants to make sure that her family is taken care of. And and, uh, really, that's the most important thing. Um, And I wanted to know if it was a quick pick. Because there was no mention of that. I tried to Google it. And then I Googled how many lottery tickets are um, winning lottery tickets or quick picks. Can you guess the percentage, Jules? 27. 70%. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so but I don't think that you can win 55 on a million on a quick pick. Why? I think quick picks, like, isn't it just like... No, no. You can. Oh. Yeah. The internet is really fucked up right now. Oh, no. Yeah, we're really choppy, up and down, almost not on. So finish the Daily Dose and we'll go for the close. And that's but, your Daily Dose for today. Oh, did you have any more stories? You don't have nope, to finish. No, I'm that. done. I just, okay. I'm done. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, all your news from coast to all coast. All the news in the head.
headlines from Jim Grant. Yeah. Yeah, we had issues with the internet yesterday in the area, and it's so bad right now. It's so frustrating. Laura says, ring in the new year with the Jays. It could be fun. Woot, woot. I mean, it's different. Like, it's different. And you know what? Most people are not going to have 10 people over at their house partying it up like that. That's true. It's And, and you know what? Not Anyways, it's just an interesting idea. Yeah. Well. Um, Laura says, quite close. Yes, down on the St. Lawrence River, St. Lawrence near Prescottish. I don't know what that was in reference to. Grenville. Oh, Grenville. Um, PM said, just remember how Grainville sounds funny in French. Dickville. <laughs> is that what, what do you mean? Cocktown. <laughs> Gren is uh, like seed. Gren in French means, uh, well, in Quebecois especially, is uh, dick. Mm. Panai. Yeah, panai. We say one penis, two panai, three panaf. <laughs> PM says, does Julian have any insight about Dana White proposing Amanda Nunes to fight Jake Paul instead of McGregor. No way. Well, no, I don't. I just love Dana White's response to all of these match ridiculous matches that are an insult to the sport, quite flank, frankly. He laughs at all of them, he, and he calls them a joke. And uh, I did not know that he suggested that. That's hilarious, and I would, I would pay for that, and I would put my money on Nunes, like, for sure. Hmm. Well, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I love all of his reactions to these insane boxing matches that are just like PR stunts, basically. And, um, yeah. Hmm. Let me look into it more and I'll report back tomorrow p.m. I wish I had something to say about it. In the meantime, let me just say that this episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant once again is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauce. I love how you time the music. Go to Gringo's Blazing Sauces for the uh, incredible salsas and hot sauces, charcuterie jellies, grilling and barbecue sauces, perfect sock and stuffer for the pepper head in your head, in your head and your life. Do it. Go to Gringo's Blazing Sauces, chef owned and operated, so you get that perfect balance between heat and flavor, made with nothing but only the best hand-selected freshest ingredients, gringosblazingsauces.com, based out of Ottawa. They ship all over North America, and if you live in Canada and order over $40, you get free shipping on that bad boy. On top of that, listeners of this program get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. That's right, JD5 at checkout. We'll get you 5% off, gringosblazingsauces.com. Do that. Go there today. Thank you. <laughs> PM thinks it's a uh, oh, frig. I always mispronounce this word. Oh, misogyny, but misogynistic. Misogynistic. Okay, got it. He thinks it's misogynistic. Why? As if Nunes was a lesser opponent because. That's true. She's a woman. That's a good point. But still, no, but I too would pay for this fight, he said. I don't think it's necessarily misogynistic because no matter how you look at it, it doesn't mean she's a lesser fighter. Men are just stronger physically, and you can't debate that. I mean, uh, the muscles adhere to the bones differently genetically uh, with the testosterone. It's just you can't dispute that fact that mm. men are just inherently stronger than women. She's a fantastic fighter. She's a champion. I mean, there's no... Having said that, though, a woman can be stronger than um, 
like a, a man, a, of a course, slight, a slighter, weaker man. It doesn't mean like some yeah, some not, women are bit like some women are built more. Uh, of course, but mm-hmm. th- I'm not saying that. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that all men are stronger than all women. Right. That's ridiculous to say that and right. think that. I'm just saying genetically and right, right. in most Pre- cases, men are stronger yeah. and bigger and yeah. Than women, right? That's why the records are different, uh, you know, for in mm-hmm. each. That's why they're separate. It has nothing to do with misogyny or thinking one is less of a fighter. She's a she's a skillful fighter. She's incredible. Uh, and um, I think she could kick his ass. Mm. But yeah, I mean, uh, has that ever happened before? I saw something. I saw a video on YouTube. I don't know how I found it. I was down a YouTube wormhole one day, and it was this UFC fighter. This woman, she was a she was Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and uh, she had, you know, been um, in martial arts her whole life. And this fucking idiot, like pot smoking dude, is like, I can beat up any woman, no matter what. And so they fought, and uh, she kicked his ass. I mean, uh, he was so winded uh-huh. after he could, she, and she said, she said, look, without any training, he was actually a tougher opponent than I thought without any training, but she fucking killed his, like kicked his ass in submission in no time. And he was like, <laughs> after, and he ate his words. He said, I was wrong, but he, he was <laughs> like, I can beat up any woman. So this, and she's not a big known fighter or anything. She's just, she's trained her whole life. She's not a household name like noon or anything like that, but. Um. Anyway, I don't think it's misogynistic, and also I think um, when Dana White says that kind of stuff, he's trolling a lot of the times. Uh, if you know, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what he does. And mm-hmm. I think maybe <clears throat> she's a UFC fighter, and he he's probably like, all right, if he thinks he's so tough, I think it's the opposite of misog- I, Like if He's like, if he thinks he's so tough and wants to fight another boxer, I'll put him in the ring with this woman. I'll have to read more on it and, and see mm-hmm. how he how he said it. Because it could be also from the point of view that, um, sure, let these little boxers do their thing or I'll put, her, I'll put him up against a, one of my girls and see, uh, you know, he's like propping her up in a way. I don't know. Hmm. I, I'm talking out of my ass, PM. I have no fucking glue. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let me see here what we got. Thank you for watching, everybody. We appreciate you being here. The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. We bicker, we banter, we love each other. At the end <laughs> of the day, we can all agree that on the list of Canadian A-listers, we've got Sandra O, Michael J. Fox, and Jim Carrey, <laughs> Norm MacDonald, and the guy from 24, oh, C- Kiefer, <laughs> and his father, and The Rock, his dad, too. Well, no, not really. He's not really Canadian. Who else was there? Ryan Gosling, Martin Short, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Jen Grant, Julian Dion, of course. We're M-listers. The A-list. From from Canada. Two, three. What about the people from Participation? 
Are they Helen Johnson and Joanne McLeod? What about those guys? I guess you have to be an A-lister if yeah. you're in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. A-lister is a household name from Hollywood. But that's not to take away from body break. These people <laughs> have shaped my youth and childhood. They taught me to eat cereal with a glass of orange juice in the morning. It's the most important meal Ew, of the day. Curdle. What? Curdle. That actually happened. I, I remember one of the parci- participation commercials. They were pouring shreddies and whole wheat toast and orange juice, and I saw that on a commercial. So for the next month, that's what I ate. Cute. Wanted to be healthy breakfast. So thanks, Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. But no, you're no we're near an A-list. When Even you, though you're Canadian royalty, nobody you, knows who you are out south of the border. Go ahead, Jenny. Sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. When you were a kid, you ate cereal and orange juice. You took a break to write down those Spice Girls lyrics. That's what you did when you had your breakfast of champions. You <laughs> looked up to those people so much. Participation. Particip- <gasps> Michael J. Fox, Norm MacDonald. I can't think of any why now. Sandra O oh and Jim Carrey. You're obsessed with Sandra O. Oh well, right because now. it's such a good pick. <laughs> She's definitely an A-lister without question, and it's not one that you would think of right away. Elliot Page is added to the list of celebrities that celebrities? are a Celebrities? Celebrities. Oh, yeah, she's one of the biggest one ever. Hulk Hogan. Now I'm just Hulk making Hogan. them up. I said, yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, everybody. That's our show. We appreciate you. Yeah. Julian sure Dion show with Jen Grant. Live. See you tomorrow. Mondays through uh, Fridays. I <laughs> <laughs> was not smooth. Thanks for watching, everybody, with the Julian Dion show with Jen Grant live Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. on YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Daily Motion, and Facebook. Then available on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Shortly after the broadcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music. Or uh, Amazon Music and more. Jen, I love you. Love you. See you tomorrow, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Enjoy your day. Thanks to Mike Plume and Phil Jenkins, Dip Clam, and Gringo's Blazing Sauces. We'll see you tomorrow. And until then, watch your head. Waste of time. Beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. Yeah, I learned a lot Got a degree in what I'm not You spend your life looking for what you already got Such a beautiful waste of time Waste of time A beautiful waste of time
piece of my head But they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed It's such a beautiful waste of time A waste of time A beautiful 